ארני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שתורנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכלי עפר קדוש שמשר בארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ועמק החוכמה רבנו נחנו נוצא גנה נחנך ונחנו נאומה ויוכותם תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today we will finish off תורה סמך פתח רבי שמעון and we left off at the explanation of the גמרא so let's start off right here בגמרא in תענית Page 23, over there it explains וזה פירוש. This is an explanation of what we're going to see in the Gemara. אמר רבי יוחנן, רבי יוחנן said, כל ימיו של אותו הצדיק, all the days of that צדיק, look at Rashi, אותו הצדיק חוניה מעגל, this is a reference to a צדיק at that time who was named חוניה מעגל, very great צדיק, אמר, so in all the days of this צדיק חוניה מעגל, he said, מי איכא דנאיים שב אין שנין. Is it possible for one to sleep 70 years? So, Choni Magid would always ask this question. One day he was walking on the road. Um, and he saw this man that planted a carob tree. So, Choni Magid asked this man, Since the carob tree doesn't bear fruit for 70 years, Pshita lach dechayit shav in shnin. Ve'achalat mineh. So what did Chonem Agar ask him? The carob tree, it, make, it didn't bear fruit for 70 years. So it's obvious to you that you'll live 70 years so that you should eat from the tree. He's asking him, like, why are you planting it, basically? If you're not going to eat it in your lifetime. So the man responds, What does he say? Beautiful answer. I found the world with carob trees because just as my father has planted it for me, I will plant it for my children. Chonyamagel sat down to eat a meal. Atah leshinta, drowsiness came upon him. Venaim and he slept. Hadra ale mishunuta, mishunita. A cave, in a sense, a grotto formed around him. Veichse meena and covered him from the sight of all people. Venaim shavim shnin, shavim shnin, and Chonyamagel slept for seventy years. He came itar when he woke up. Chazi lahu gavre de achel be'amu charuva. He noticed a man eating from the carob tree. Amarle, he asked him, Yadat man shtali lahu charuva. Do you know the man who planted this tree? Amarle, the man responded back to him, Abu had Abba, my grandfather. Amar, Chonam Agel responded back, Vaday naim ili shavin shnin. Surely I must have slept for seventy years. Chaz lechamre deka yelada le ramche ramche v'chulei. He saw his donkey, which had given birth to several generations of mules. The Maha goes on, but this is where Rabbeinu pauses it. So, let's see here. Um, let's see here what the Gemara is trying to tell us and how Rabbeinu explains it. Kichonia Meager haya gadol meod. Chonia Meager was a great person. Kemo shamruch sham besugiazo. As is brought over there in that passage, when he entered the Bet Midrash, that any question the rabbis had, he would answer, he would solve. For there was no facet of the Torah that was hidden from Chonia Meagel. And this is why he asked, Is there someone that can see for 70 years? Meaning, why is he asking this? What did that mean? <coughs> 
How is it possible that one falls into a slumber from all the 70 facets, a slumber that falls beneath the 70 facets of the Torah? Because even though it's possible to fall from one facet um, of the Torah, or even more than one, how is it possible to fall from every single one of them? So Chonia Magel, it says in the Gemara, saw a man planting a tree, a carob tree, so Choni asked him, is it obvious to you that you're going to live for 70 years and then eat from that tree? So what does it have to do? Charuv kerib zebchinat zaken. This represents an elderly. Bechinat, an elderly person. Bechinat atik. We said zaken is above, is atik, the concept of the ancient one. Ki charuv hu beroshim. For charuv... Um, a carob alludes to Beroshim, um, a cypress tree. Cypress trees. As we see um, in Rashi, I believe on the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, page 23, Amud Aleph over there, Rashi brings this concept. What is the cypress tree? Sheu b'chinat Mordechai. This represents Mordechai. Kemosh amru rabbanu zichronam lachal zachachamim sein legemara megila tachat anatuti alev rosh. In the place of the thorn bush, a cypress shall rise. Ze Mordechai. What does the gemara say over there? This is a reference to Mordechai. This is a reference to Mordechai. Uh, the cypress tree is Mordechai. Mordechai. So we're saying if the carob is a cypress tree, and cypress tree is Mordechai. Mordechai who b'chinat Rav Chesed Mordechai. Is the aspect of Rav Chesed that we saw above? We saw in the lesson the concept of Rav Chesed. That the, the Sipur Masyot Mishanim Kamonyot is the concept of Rav Chesed, abundant kindness. Mordechai has the same numerical value as Rav Chesed 274. For they are the same numerical value. And we know Rav Chesed is the concept of Atik. You see, Mordechai, the Cypress tree, is the concept of Atik as well. The Kerib, which is all the Zaken, the concept of the elderly. Meaning, what was Rabbi Rachana seeing? He wasn't seeing a man planting a carob tree. The secret of the story is that he saw a man being involved with telling stories from ancient times. This is the concept of Atik, the ancient. And he asked this man who was engaged in these stories, meaning the man planting the carob tree, not that he was literally planting a carob tree. That's the, the secret of what he's referring to here. Is that he saw a man engage in telling these ancient stories. Why for those ancient stories are, represent Rav Chesed. As we saw in the beginning of, in, um, in, the, um, in the lesson already. Saw this concept of Rav Chesed already. Um, the difference between Sipur Masyot uh, the content of Rav Chesed, as we saw. <coughs> so he saw someone engage in this ancient storytelling. He asked him, Is it obvious to you that you're going to for se- live for 70 years? Meaning what? What does it mean to live? When Chon Yamagel asks this man, are you going to live? To live, Chayit, this represents waking up from sleep. What's waking up from sleep? The aspect of speech. As we said, when a person's sleeping, that his speech is hidden from him. When he wakes up, then the speech comes out with strength. 
Ali did say, "Bomasiyot So what was Chonia Magal asking? Asking, did you at all attempt to waken people up? To wake people up through Sipor Masiyot, through um, telling stories from recent times, not Kadimoniot, ancient times. Chonia Magal is asking, did you even try to tell people stories from recent times? Why did you go automatically the ancient one without trying the the recent years? And what did it say in the Gemara? Um, is it obvious to you that you're going to um, stay alive for 70 years and eat from it? What's eat from it? This is that which is permissible to your mouth. Meaning what? Meaning that your words should be listened to. That which is permissible to your mouth. Meaning those that are proper that we saw above. That your students should be worthy. Meaning, is asking this man, How are you involved in telling these ancient stories of such loft of this, of such a lofty place that come from ancient years? Perhaps improper students will listen to you. That they are in the aspect, that they are not in the aspect of that which is permissible to your mouth. Meaning. They are concept. They are the concept of the the hide that is from a non-kosher animal. And Chonia Magal is asking this man, "Did you even try? Did you even attempt to awaken this man? To awaken this man um, through Sipo Masyot of recent years, which represents the Sipo Masyot that fall into the concept of within 70 years. Meaning, Sipo Masyot for a person that has fallen within the 70 facets of the Torah. <coughs> Meaning, and Chonayim Agar is telling this man, and it went into your power, that you have the power to awaken people from sleep through this. For what happens? For your words reached proper students, worthy students, which are the concept of that which is permissible to your mouth. As we said above, and you shall eat from it, meaning that which is permissible to eat from. Meaning worthy students. Worthy students that are... that um that are allowed to eat from your Torah. Meaning you have to make sure your Torah doesn't reach the wrong hand. But you aren't doing this. You aren't telling stories of recent years to make sure that um, only worthy students hear from you. You're telling stories from way ancient times that are very lofty. The story tells of ancient years. And you aren't even fearful to tell these high and lofty stories. Perhaps unworthy students will listen to these. So why aren't you afraid to tell stories that are so lofty like this? Why are you telling stories? Why didn't you tell stories from recent years? Which would protect this concept. Which would protect you from unworthy students. Amale. And he said, I found the world with carob trees. Trees. Meaning, even if I tell stories from way ancient times, which represent the concept of the Caribs, as we saw above, that it's Mordechai, Rav Chesed, etc. I'm able to bring the concept of forgetfulness. That the Talmidim who are not worthy would forget from 
the Torah if they aren't worthy to listen to it. Meaning that which we explained above, meaning the tzaddik that engages to awaken the world from sleep through telling stories. That Hashem himself guards the words of this tzaddik so that they should be gone from the heart, so that these words should be forgotten from the heart of those students who are not worthy. For what did the man respond to Chonia um, Magel? He said, "Just as I, this is my father's planted for me, I will plant for my children." Meaning, just like I was born through the concept of Sipor Masiot, meaning what we said above, to unbind the mouth of those who are mute. To unbind the mouth of those who are barren. I too will plant for my children. Meaning, through this concept too of Sipor and Masyot, our children will be born as well. Perush, what's the explanation? That he was telling that he was forced, that he is forced to tell stories like these in order to bring um, a special hashkacha, providence, to those women who need to have children who are barren. Because just like my fathers um, were engaged in Sipor Masyot, and through this they were able to bring down the concept of birth, the concept of bringing barren women the opportunity to have children, that through this I was born through this concept. Because my fathers were telling which gave barren women the the hashkacha to now give give children, and I was born from that um, from that providence. The same is true of me that I need to bring birthing to children through this. For the essence of having children, of giving birth, comes through sipur emasiot. And this is why it says in the Gemara, just like my father planted, I too will plant. Meaning, they planted the concept of seed, of, of birthing, through the Sipo Masot, so too I will do the same thing. After Chonyamagel heard this, he went and ate bread, he went and broke, um, he ate a meal, and then drowsiness came upon him and he slept. Meaning he ate his seuda, his meal. And because of his eating, slumber came upon him and then he slept. Meaning Chonia Magel fell into an aspect of sleep commensurate with his spiritual level through that food that he ate. As we said above that a person can follow up the facet of the Torah through food. As we brought above that sometimes through eating one can fall into the aspect of slumber. Hadra ale meshunita, and a cave formed around him. What is meshunita? The concept of a grotto. What? This is the aspect of circling and fantasies, dimyonot, illusions. That go round and round a person at the time when he's asleep. The concept of dreams, all this stuff. And this cave covered him from sight so that no one knew, no, cre- no creation knew that he was there. For the world does not recognize one who is in an aspect of sleep. Because according to the world that we saw above, sometimes it seems to 
the world that this person who's actually sleeping is engaged in Torah and Avodah and he's serving Hashem. But the truth is that actually this man, even though it seems that he's not asleep, he's completely asleep. Um, as we said above, his Avodah doesn't ascend up. What did it say um, in the Gemara? He came itar when he awoke, when Choni Magel awoke. He got up and awakened himself. Meaning, he himself did his awakening from below. He stirred himself up. He saw a man eating from the carrier. Meaning, he saw this person engaged in Sipurah Masyot, telling these stories. And he ate from them. He saw the man eating from the carob. Meaning what? Meaning he saw the concept of that which is permissible to your mouth. Meaning worthy students. So he told him, asked this man who's eating from the carob trees, do you know the man who planted this carob tree? Meaning from which time is this story that you're telling? From which years are, is this um, story that you are um, explaining? Because it's, pos- Sorry, it's possible that, um, that one tells a story that happened already in ancient times. Um, sorry, it's possible that a person tells a story that he thinks already happened in ancient times. But the truth is, it did not happen yet at all. When in fact it only happened, let's say, four years ago. Meaning sometimes a person can be mistaken to think that these stories come from very, very far away. But Be'emed, actually, there are recent years. So, uh, sorry, so, um, wanted to make sure that this man, he wanted to understand where the stories were coming from because it's very difficult to tell whether they're from ancient times or not ancient times, etc. Amarle, the man responded, Abu Hadi Abba, my great-grandfather. Sorry, my grandfather. Hanu Bechinat Zaken, this is the concept of Zaken. Elderly, Bechinat Atik, the ancient times. We are talking about here, the Sipo Masyot, Mishanim Kadmoniot, all the way back. Hanu Shashivlo, meaning this man responded, Tachonim Agir, Shashibo Masyot, Shehu Vosik Bahem, Hem Sipo Masyot, Shashanim Kadmoniot, Shem Bechinat Zaken, Bechinat Atik, that the stories he was engaged in telling right now were st- were story tales from ancient years. The aspect of the elderly, the concept of the ancient one, Atik Yomin, the ancient of days. Amar, so Chonim Agel responds, It's certain that I slept for 70 years. Meaning I fell into a slumber below the 70 facets of the Torah. Which represent 70 years, one year for one facet. So I fell below all 70 facets. I, f- I slept for 70 years. And he saw um, his donkey that had given birth to generations and generations of mules. This represents the concept of wealth. For what is wealth? We, saw, we said that wealth is Yisachar above. And what is Yisachar? Chamor Garim. He's a strong-boned donkey, as he says in the Gemara here, Chamre. He saw his donkey. What's the donkey reference to Yisachar? The concept of wealth. And we know Yisachar had this concept of wealth. Because through this, through this um, concept of ancient times, of being Zaken, of Arichut Yamim, one is able to draw down great wealth. 
Meaning through Sipur Masyot, and Rabbeinu is going to explain the structure now, so pay attention to the steps. Through the Sipur Masyot, the telling of stories that we said above, that through telling these stories, it awakens a person from his slumber. And through that waking people from slumber, it allows women to have children. It allows men to now speak. People who were initially mute, deaf, those people that did not have the koach of speech, now are able to speak. And through that concept of speech, the mouth being returned, fear is revealed. Through that fear, length of days is brought down. What is the aspect of length of days? The elderly. The rectifications of the ancient one, Atik. And once you have the concept of Ziknut, of, um, of the concept of old, the concept of ancient time, the concept of length of days, with this, now you have the vessel to accept, to draw down Ashirut. Wealth within the length of days, as we said above. This is the structure of the entire lesson within a few lines. That's the structure. To receive a so you wake one from sleep. When you wake one from sleep, you give them back their mouth, the concept of speech. You allow women to have kids. Basically, you give, um, and through those two concepts, unbinding the mouth of those who are mute, unbinding the mouth of those who are barren, you reveal fear. Then fear then creates arichut amim, and then arichut amim um, is now able to draw down wealth. And this is what it says in the Zohar. Rabbi Shimon opened up and said, Now is the time to act for God. What does it mean, now is the time to act for Hashem? This is the supernal Torah that would be nullified if we did not do these rectifications, Rabbi Shimon says. This is a reference, or it refers to Atik Yomin, who we are talking about here. This is the supernal Torah, meaning which Torah? The beginning of the lesson of Rabbeinu, which he says what? That there's Hidbonenut. That there's a contemplation that one can attain in the Torah only through wealth, right? That contemplation that a person wants to attain, those deep understanding of the Torah, this is what we're calling, talking about, the supernal Torah. Which would be nullified and not be able to exist if it were not that we were to do these rectifications as we mentioned above. Which rectification? The rectifications of Atik, the ancient one. Meaning what? To draw down that length of days. Meaning all that we mentioned about the waking up from sleep, to bring back the content of speech, the revelation of fear. And through all these things, we're able to rectify the concept of Atik. Why? Because once the revelation of fear occurs, then one is able to create length of days, which is this Atik. So these are the rectifications we're talking about. That one who wants to attain this supernal Torah, this concept of Atik Yomin, this hidbonenut, these great, these great understandings of these pathways of Torah can only come through these rectifications that we mentioned. Happy are you, Israel, who is like you? And we also say to Hashem, Who among the mighty ones can compare to you, Hashem? What's, what's these two verses represent? The first one represents the awakening from below. This is the praise for the Jewish people who are able to awaken themselves down below. Meaning this verse of happy are you Israel 
who is like you. This is a reference to those people who are able to wake themselves up. But afterwards, we see the verse 1. Who among the mighty ones can compare to you, Hashem? We see the concept of the supernal awakening. The awakening from above. Afterwards, we see the awakening from above. The concept of um, the concept of God. He called Rabbi Elazar his son. He called Rabbi Abba. He sat Rabbi Elazar to his right, Rabbi Abba to his left. And what did he say? We encompass everyone. Meaning what? We are the perfection of fear. Why? Because what did we say? The perfect fear comes when? What, what, what did we say is perfect fear? Which comes through the three lines that we, we mentioned. The fear of God, the fear of the Rav, and the fear of one's parents. We find that through Rabbi Shimon, who has the fear of God, the Rabbi Lazar Beno, um, and Rabbi Lazar, who had the fear of one's, his parents, meaning his father, who is Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Abba, his Rabbi Shimon's student who had the fear of his Rav. Fear is perfect. That through these three length of days was able to come down, meaning the rectifications of Atik were now in place. Why? For he had perf- Rabbi Shimon was now, um, and Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Lazar were the perfection of fear. Those three lines. Ishtiku, Shema Ukala, they were silent. They heard a voice. What did that mean? Meaning those who are in the aspect of silence, the aspect of those who are mute, meaning those those students who were silent, and then they, who were silent, meaning they were mute, meaning those people who are, this is a reference to those people who cannot speak, who are in the aspect of sleep. They heard a voice, meaning what? This is the aspect of waking oneself up from slumber. Meaning, happy is the one who speaks to ears that listen. Meaning, now those ears, now those people were listening to a voice. They woke up and now they were able to listen to the Torah to wake them up. Because before they were like deaf mute. They couldn't even listen nor speak. Now they were able to listen which then gave them that mouth to speak. Their knees knocked together, it says. This represents giving birth. This represents the um, the marital relations between the, the concept of um, union between the bodies, the sexual relations. Because through what? Um, through the awakening from sleep, the concept of um, giving back the mouth to those who are mute. So once we wake a person up from sleep, which allows them that person now to have a mouth, he can now listen. Once the person's mouth is unbound, then the women who are not able to have children now have a mouth, are now their mouths are unbound. Now they can have kids as well. This represents the zivuga neshikin, the the union of kissing, which comes before the the sexual relations. Why? For daledad nakshan comes the word maybe neshikin. If you play around with the word neshikin, kissing, nakshan the same letters. So we see here that once they wake them up from sleep, and now their 
the people who are mute now have their mouth back, then those women who are not able to have children now can have children. Which was the, what was that voice that they heard? The voice of the heavenly entourage gathering. What is this? This is the content of Sipo Matsyot. That what? Sipo Matsyot encloses the facets of the Torah within these, within these stories. All the facets of the Torah are enclosed within these stories. For enclosing is the aspect of kanaf, wing, as we saw above. Dichnufia ilaa dimitkanfe kanaf. Dichnufia kanaf again. This concept of wing with bechinat veloy kanaf od morecha. As it says in the verse in Yeshayah, your master will no longer conceal himself. Ikanef to conceal, to hide himself. Meaning what? The concept of hiding, disguising, clothing, enclosing. So we see that this enclosing. The concept of the wing. And this enclosing of the fact of the Torah within these stories is able to wake a person up from sleep. And now the man can speak. The one who couldn't speak before can now speak. A winged creature will speak the word. Meaning now that the man had that kanaf, uh, that enclosing of the fact of the Torah within those stories, now he falls into an aspect of the of Knafain, the winged creature, who can now speak, meaning his speech is given back to him, Hakol, Kanan, all of this is that which we mentioned above. Baruch Hashem, we just explained one of the deepest Torot in all of the Kutubah, one of the most amazing lessons. Very big, but Baruch Hashem, that we had the merit to do this, um, and God willing, we will continue with Samech Aleph next time, Bezal Hashem.